Elkhart County is a place where quality craftsmanship, innovation, and collaboration result in a well-crafted life. With an appreciation for all things handmade and homegrown, we leave our mark on everything we hold. Elkhart County is well-crafted. Welcome to the people and places along the Heritage Trail in Elkhart County, Indiana podcast. Welcome everyone. I am your host, Sonia Nash from the Elkhart County Visitor Center. And I'm glad you've tuned in today to learn more about our local culture and the people who make Elkhart County a well-crafted place. We're joined today by Vicki Estep, owner of Great Life Tours. Welcome Vicki, thank you for joining us. Good morning, Sonia, I'm so glad to be here. So Vicki, I am so curious. It's an exciting business that you own, Great Life Tours. What exactly is that and how did you find yourself owning a tour company here in Northern Indiana? Oh my goodness, that is a story. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I own a uh, tour guide company, tour guide referral company, maybe I should say. Uh, in, the, in the lingo, we call that a receptive uh, tour guide. And so we get to welcome all sorts of groups from all over the country and the world, really, uh, into Elkhart County to meet all of our wonderful people and see our new businesses and, and just dabble in all things fun while they're in the area. And so I actually came into this business as a curiosity into being a tour guide myself. I was drawn in by the Quilt Garden Tour project uh, through a master gardener relationship and uh, suddenly found myself being curious about how I could uh, invite people into the area and enhance their experience and have a little fun myself all at the same time. And so fast forward to 2021, and uh, we're in the midst of a very exciting comeback season. So Vicki, tell us a little bit about being a tour guide. Are these walking tours, uh, guided tours in cars? How, how are you taking people around? Oh, that's a wonderful question, Sonia. So we, we actually step on motor coaches, big, impressive motor coaches that come into the county from parts unknown all over the country. And we tell stories about uh, the local area and we introduce groups to our friends because in Amish country, we're all partners and we're all friends. And um, so uh, we get to be, I like to call it their vacation cheerleader when we step on the bus. Well, as a vacation cheerleader, I'm sure it's just a quick little trip. Um, there's probably not a long length of a tour that you run. Um, actually, we do a lot of tours that do run days in length. I'm surprised uh, sometimes at the amount of enthusiasm for our area. Um, they actually come in, some do come in for a day trip from Chicago or parts locally, but um, locally, I'm finding recently our itineraries are extending 
from two to five, even six days long. So there are so many things to do in our area and so many different angles to approach what we have to offer that we can really extend stays. Well, you mentioned, Vicki, that these buses and these motor coaches come from all over the country. What are they telling you? Why here? Why Elkhart County? What do they want to come and see? So uh, they actually want to come and see, see us partly because of our Amish population, but we have so much more than that. Oh, I would agree with that. Um, We have such wonderful businesses and places. Now, can anybody take your tours or do they have to uh, have a set number of people? Uh, We really work with with groups from, I would say, 15 and above. And so I would say our average groups are from 20 to 56 if they fill up a bus. Wow. So that's amazing. Now you mentioned they come from all over. Can you share with us some interesting stories about clients and where they might be from so that our audience can understand? Oh, yes. So um, actually this year I'm working with a group out of Nebraska and they are going to do a comparison tour of all the different Amish areas in our region. So they're going to Uh, visit Lancaster, Pennsylvania. They're going to be coming across through Holmes County, Ohio, and then uh, comparing and contrasting that trip with our area. And each Amish area has a different flavor, a different feel. And I like to think that ours is the most special of those. (laughs) Of course. Well, that's very good. Um, So what, what makes our area so special? Um, I would say our Amish folk are more hospitable in their reception of how they treat visitors. Um, They make guests feel extremely welcome and part of the family. Uh, And they're easy to work with and are very creative in what they are willing to offer and share with their uh, quote unquote English visitors. Well, I think, Vicki, you shared with me that you work with a lot of our businesses to create a one-of-a-kind experiences to welcome these friends from all over the country. Maybe give us some examples of how our local individual businesses and communities are welcoming people. Um, in addition to the Amish, we have quite an artsy area. And so I like to uh, share that side of what we have to offer as well. So We can go everywhere from um, beautiful art museums, the Midwest Museum of Art. We can uh, stop into the Ruth Muir House Mansion, which is one of my personal favorites, and then branch out from there, even into hands-on experiences. Uh, We have a local person that uh, makes exotic wood quilt blocks with groups. And Mm -hmm. so we have a lot of uh, behind the scenes experiences as well, and especially different um, places to eat. That just makes for a wonderful collection of experiences throughout the day. 
Well, Vicki, you mentioned you started this as a tour guide uh, because of your Master Gardener uh, designation and because of the quilt gardens. Uh, will you share with our audience a little bit about the quilt gardens and uh, being a Master Gardener and how that connects and, and how you share that history and education? So I remember sitting as a board member of the local Master Gardener organization discussing this concept and will it get off the ground or not? And would we be involved? And that was, I think, back in 2006. And so then along came um, opportunities to work more closely with some test gardens that you were rolling out. And from there, uh, the invitation to write. And from there, the invitation to tour. The education part from the Master Gardener perspective is all put uh, together with uh, Purdue University. And you spend a lot of time uh, learning uh, how to best organize and, and manage um, horticultural gardens of all sorts and types. So that was a passion of mine. Um, from there, the tour guide just sort of rolled into that position and opened opportunities for me because I was able to share my love of gardening and my love of Elkhart County all in the same experience. Oh yes, it's, it's very fun and very different that people don't see other places, right? That's right. So tell me a little bit, Vicki, uh, you mentioned you're a receptive tour operator at the beginning. Now, many of our audience members might be familiar with a travel agent, but maybe not with that. So what are the, really the differences? Are you a travel um, agent? I'm not a travel agent. The, actually, the difference for me is that I'm working with larger groups, many, many at a time. Um, we fine tune all of their itineraries. Yes, and that's similar. But what I actually do is put this whole package together and bundle it, play, take care of all their reservations, almost like a concierge service for large motor coach groups that are preformed. So they have a tour operator on their end that is gathering together a, a group of people that are passionate about travel. And then they bring that group to us and we receive them and take care of all of their needs through the whole vacation. Um, everything from paying the bills um, and then making all the reservations and connections, providing the guides and making sure that their whole experience is seamless. Well, do you have a large quantity of this? Is this big business for you? Is it keep you busy or is it just maybe once every week or so? Oh my goodness. It's keeping me busy. That's for sure. It's <laughs> keeping me up at night busy. Uh, so we are um, coming into a, the busy month of June. I'm looking at my calendar and I have multiple guides going out most days for the next three weeks. So on the same um, day, you may have two or three guides out on the same day doing different stops? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And um, in addition to that, making sure that they don't bump into each other somewhere along the road. So it can be a very complex task to route and arrange all of these diverse interests, special interest customized tours. Well, some of your stops might not uh, be able to handle the size. You said some of these buses are quite big. So how many people on average are on a bus tour that comes to the area? 
say a good average is right now between 35 and 45. So then some of the places that you go to, can they handle, let's say uh, you mentioned logistics. So could they handle two buses at one time? Is that why you have to worry about some of that routing? Um, yes, some places are definitely able to handle those large groups, two buses at a time. Um, I'm thinking of uh, RV, RV um, <clears throat> rallies that we handle. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're able to get two full bus loads of talking 112 people all in a large Amish banquet room um, all at the same time and together. But then I might also have uh, two completely different groups that I need to put in different locations and that is easily accessible as well. Sure. So tell us some of the stops, the examples of uh, where groups like to go on those back roads. Oh, on the back roads, some of the stops they like to go. Um, we have a fair number of um, Amish kitchen partners. Um, actually, I think I have five different Amish kitchens now, each offering a little bit different tweak of their menu. And so we specialize in different programs for each of those. Um, for and these instance, are meals. We, you mean it's meals in their homes? It is meals in yeah. their homes, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, and so with these meals, we have specialized programs that can go with the meals to further their entertainment experience. Uh, we have uh, in the back roads, we have a lot of interest for things like uh, demonstrations of of rug weaving and um, wood shops, uh, different Amish artisans, uh, Amish schoolhouses, interestingly enough. You, you can go inside an Amish schoolhouse and take a tour? We can, we absolutely yeah. can. Tell us a little bit about what makes it so appealing. Why do people wanna go inside an Amish schoolhouse? Well, it is interesting. For one thing, it's a it's one room schoolhouse that um, offers all eight grades in one school. Um, it ha still has the school bell on top of the uh, building to welcome the students in, who uh, ride in on bicycles, maybe come in on a buggy, maybe they walk to school, but they all come together. Uh, their teachers are at the front of the class and they're managing all eight grades at one time. Interestingly enough, um, quite frequently, the reaction is my folks look around and they see the artwork of the students and they see uh, script writing, cursive writing sure. along the walls. And that is always a conversation piece because they don't always offer that in the English schools these days. And so some of those time-honored traditions that the Amish parochial schools are able to provide for their children um, are very valued and important and, and highlighted in this tour. Well, that's amazing. Many of our listeners might be wondering, you know, the impression is, their perception is that the Amish like to be uh, left alone from the outside world. Uh, but you're finding uh, schoolhouses that are open, Amish meal places that are open. So our local culture uh, is open to welcoming visitors? Very, very definitely open to that. Um, 
And that's one of the things I cherish so much about this business is the relationship that we have with the local Amish community. Um, I might have Amish family in my background, which I actually do, um, but I'm considered an English person just like anybody else. I cannot speak their language, Pennsylvania Dutch. My great-grandfather and my uncles could, but uh, they didn't pass that to me. But I still am able to have open relationships and have friendships with these folks. Uh, so it's it's just a wonderful thing to be able to um, immerse our passengers in. Our guests get that total immersion um, cultural experience when they come here. Oh, sure. But now I'm assuming that you just can't drive. I couldn't just drive up to an Amish school and just walk in. Uh, it needs to be reserved in advance with your company uh, as a group. Is that accurate? Oh, yes. Heavens no. I would, I would shudder at the thought of a stranger just walking up to an Amish school and, and expecting admission. No, that is something that we would always uh, pre-reserve and would never have a group go without one of our guides uh, to help with the experience. And if some of our listeners ha have a Sunday school class or a guild or a club or even their girlfriends and family that want to take one of your tours, um, it sounds like maybe you'd be open to working with them, even if they don't have a big bus. Maybe they come on a van or some other type of vehicle. Is that right? That's true. Very, very good point. Um, we, we do provide those services quite frequently and uh, we can help, uh, help you with transportation and logistics and then put together uh, the trip and customize it all to what your uh, interests are. Well, I find so many people aren't uh, as familiar with what's right around their own backyard. And so sometimes uh, knowing that your services are available to them to enjoy, and it sounds like you make it so easy for people. Oh, well, that is my goal for sure, is to make sure that um, you have the best um, options on your itinerary to best meet your needs with some input from me to make sure that you don't miss one of those really important stops that would really round out your experience that maybe you haven't thought of. Um, and uh, yes, being effortless is what we do. Well, I know as you've met with people from all over and at the end of your tours, they probably communicate to you uh, a thank you and, and share with you of what they found. Now, uh, what what do most people find is the most fascinating about Elkhart County? What do they like to talk about as their best memory? Mm, I think they like to talk about our our makers, uh, meeting the people along the way. What a unique uh, community we are. Um, really, the craftsmanship they're able to witness along the back roads of Elkhart County. It's a beautiful back road. Uh, back road tour for sure. The scenery is beautiful always, um, but the the personal personalized businesses that dot that along the way is what really warms those those hearts as we go along. So, what do you love most about being a tour guide and owning a tour company? Oh, deep breath, deep sigh. I think what I really love the best is the, the um, lifting of all boats in our community. My ability to share what I know and what I love about the, 
the community, the people, um, but being able to uh, help small businesses feed their families, develop um, market niches that they might not have thought of otherwise, to bring in um, visitors from all parts of the country and share all of this with just that whole round experience is what my passion is. Oh, it sounds wonderful. And it sounds like you do a great job. Um, our, is our area something like this happening other parts of the country? Is this happening all over? Or do we have more tours than other areas? Um, I'm sure there are other areas that are developing their own things. But I would say that uh, Elkhart County has, has um, kind of a special, special um, ability to attract visitors from all over the country. Um, our diversity is very rich and our uh, support team, I think, is special. Our business leaders and our CVB support all come together in a great, great way to develop opportunities to, to develop business in this area that might not be as prevalent in other areas. Well, I think it is an excellent attribute uh, to your business and to your ability to work with our partners. If there is a business that's listening uh, that would like to uh, figure out how they could welcome uh, some of those people on those buses, how would people reach out to you? How do they find out about your tour services and your products? Maybe schedule their own family uh, reunion tour. How do they find you? Uh, they can reach out to me by email at my great life tours at gmail.com and we also have a uh, good old-fashioned phone line you can reach me at and that would be 574-970-3344 oh and i'm sure you're on facebook and absolutely on facebook yes <laughs> that's the wave of of the day right so that's right well, uh, Vicki, in closing, we want to thank you for uh, what, uh, sharing today all of your great information and uh, sharing with our audience some details. I'm sure many people might not be aware of how those buses come and what they do here and all of the logistics that go into welcoming them. Uh, we thank you for all your efforts, and we'd also like to thank our audience for joining. Uh, we hope you tune in next time for more interesting people and places along the Heritage Trail. Learn more about Elkhart County, Indiana at visitelkhartcounty.com and plan your next adventure. Join us next time for more well-crafted stories about the people and places along the Heritage Trail.